It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. The Parks Pig Spot, an early in the week Parks yes. Pig Spot, Elliot Shore Parks. Was Lo- something going on this week? Are we recording early for some reason? Lots or? of Miami stuff going on this week. True. Between the series, yeah, the, my the, bachelor party. I was going to say the series second most important yes. thing having in Miami this week. Yes. yes. Elliot yeah, heading down to Miami with the Sixers. I know. And the bachelor party. It's just, yeah, I was joking about that. No, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, All right. So before we die, we're going to talk Sixers today. Yes. Parks picked Bob. We'll talk about Unbelievably, like, I, I don't ever remember a Sixers playoffs where the swings have been so. Dude, I was literally just out in the lobby <laughs> saying that. I, like, you think about how it went. Against Toronto, they come out, they go up like 3 0, right? And Bede hits that shot, and it's like. He's the best. The highest of highs. Right, like the highest of highs. Then they lose two games. Finger injury, then they lose yes, two games. And, I, and basically it's like they're done, they're cooked, they're, they're probably gonna, not They're going to make win. history. Yes. First team to come 3-0, it's yeah. happening. Doc and Harden, of course. Exactly. should have seen this coming. Yeah. They win, and it's they, they, they shut it out. People are happy again. Then it beats hurt, and it's like they're over. And now, like... Now we're back. They're back. Now and I totally think they're winning this series again. It's, well, it's unbelievable. It's crazy that not only people think they're winning I've this gone, series. I've gone from Raptors winning to Sixers winning to Raptors winning to Sixers winning. And I've gone from Heat winning to Sixers. Heat winning. Heat winning. Right. To Sixers winning. So That's I think the, my trajectory so far. The only time I felt I like was a little worried was when it was 2-0. I remember recording the recording this pod with you, and I was saying, like, well, you know, it's not over. I was over, like, they're cooked. But basically, I was like, stop. Yeah. Enough, yeah. Elliot. Yeah. Come on. Well, well you they're know. definitely not cooked. And I look. <laughs> All I know is that no one should listen to what I say in any way, shape, or form about this Sixer well, team. Once you said you wrong at every turn. Once somewhere. you said you like Nick Nurse, I think that was a good sign for everybody. I will not everybody. back off yeah. Nick Nurse. The so dude's a great coach. How does it make you feel that he? If, you, if I asked you for your top three coaches in the league, you would probably put – Spolstra and Nurse in there, and Doc's about to beat both of them. Yeah, I do. How's that make you feel? Yeah, it's fine. It means coaching means yeah, nothing. I just want the Sixers to win. I yeah. don't really care. I, I, Doc's just a jerk. All right, don't don't talk to fans like we don't pay friggin' for essentially your salary by paying for games, all that stuff. Like, don't act like we're the worst people in the world. All right, pal. Dude, like my biggest takeaway from this series, and I think the first series too, is just like having top end talent, and this could apply to the Eagles honestly as well. Having blue chip difference maker okay, players, yeah. it's it's 
it's all the sport's about. Mm-hmm. Like, you can lie to yourself about, like, oh, well, the coaching's so good, or, like, they have all these rope. No. Like, it, who's got the best top-end talent? Those are the teams that win, like, flat out. And that's what you're seeing. And I know the Sixers didn't win the series yet, but we can all agree that if Embiid's healthy from day one, they definitely win the series. I think they probably they, they, they don't probably, fall behind. They probably well. win the series. Yeah. Well, like okay, eighty percent. Would you say? Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think almost definitely. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Look, if I think they could win the series now, like of course right. I would say they probably would have won the series if he was healthy. Yeah. So it and I think it was the same thing against Toronto. Like I think what you've said is is probably true in the way like the Heat have a lot more guys and Jimmy Butler's been better this series than I thought he was mm-hmm. going to be. He was good uh, mm-hmm. game three, really good in game four, but they just they don't have like an Embiid. And if you're Bam. Like, it's got to be just devastating to have the first two games where you're like, all right, I'm playing well, I'm feeling myself, and then Embiid comes back, and it's like, well, I can do literally nothing now. Yeah, well, he's just, yeah, he's too big for him. He's just, yeah, yeah. he's overrated is what he is. No, Bam's a good player. It's just Embiid is too too good for m- most people. There's yeah. no, he's an anomaly. Like, there aren't guys 7-2 with that physical ability, the, the you know, eye-hand coordination, all that stuff. Like, it's just really rare to find people yeah. who do that. No, nah, but it's, I mean, it's just, we can talk about Harden, we can get it, but like, just... On the morning where Jokic is named MVP, could there be a more obvious two games that show why Embiid deserved the MVP? No, no. Like, just really in the not. way that Embiid comes back and everything changes. Like, literally everything changes. Those yeah. first two games, no, the Sixers, Sixers were competitive somewhat. Like, like they had runs different and team. stuff. Yeah. yeah, but now it's like the Heat have no answers for them. And it's just Embiid standing there. And I'm not trying to diminish, like, his play because he's – he improved in game four, then he then he was better in game four than he was in game three. Like he's doing a lot of things. But just having him on the court, Danny Green, all of a sudden, actually an elite shooter. James Harden looks amazing. Maxie's had his stretches. Like everything so- comes together when you put him beat on the court. And like that's what an MVP is. Like I don't think Jokic could win games where he where he had the numbers Embiid has. Like Jokic has to do a lot of things for them to be good. Embiid, just his mere presence makes everybody better. Yeah, well, I don't think that's the case with Jokic. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I don't think it's, un, like, I think Jokic, I mean, Jokic played with a bunch of scrubs and, and got them to 16. I, I think, I don't think you have to take away from Jokic to show why Embiid is the MVP. I want to, though. I know you do, and you do your thing. Yeah. That's fine. Jokic is an amazing player. Embiid's the MVP. Like, that's the right. point. Like, I, it doesn't have to do with Jokic doing anything wrong or not doing an amazing job or not being incredibly valuable to that team. But Embiid's just more valuable. Like, we just saw it. And he's also a much better defensive player. Like, you know, you can talk all about the offensive side, but for really talking about, like, he's a light years better defensive player. So that has to factor into the voting. Well, you can even see it. Like, game three was the most important thing. He made Embiid coming back meant more defensively than offensively these last two games. Like, he has completely changed the way they play defense, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, I 100% agree with you. On offense, I think, too, he gives people more spacing. But he he makes a difference on both ends. Exactly. You're right. Defense, I think in game three, what they score, like 70 something points. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, and now I will say, like, they're not hitting their shots. Like, coming out of game two, it flipped. The Sixers missed their shots the first two, and the, the Heat have missed their yeah. shots the last two. Coming out of game of two, I thought like the reason they had hope was because Embiid was coming back, and they were they had were really not hitting their shots. And those two things have changed in a massive way. Uh, now, you if you're the Sixers, you obviously just have to hope that when you get back to Miami, the shots continue to fall. But if you're Miami, like you could also talk yourself into it by saying, a like who knows when Embiid could get hurt again? Like he's already mm-hmm. suffered two major injuries, and in, you know whatever how many games they played eight nine games. Um, the whole playoffs, I mean. And two, like, their shots aren't falling. So if their shots start to fall, who knows? But they just, like, watching them, like, in person seeing them, they just look done to me. Like, I feel like they look like they have no well, answers I, for him. And I, 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 
agree. Like coming off these two games, I think I actually do think the Sixers are going to win the series. But like we could have said the exact same thing after the first two games. For I sure. know MB yeah. wasn't there, but like you could easily see the Heat putting up a fight. And and I don't think I don't think it's a lock that the Sixers win the series. But if I'm betting on it, I would bet. And we'll get to the odds in a minute. I would bet on the Sixers to win the series. Well, I was going to say, speaking of the odds, since you just brought it up, like after game two, I think they were plus 670, yeah, plus we 675. Plus right. six something for yeah. sure. And now they're like barely an underdog. I saw it this morning. It, I think it was like plus 115, 160, so something like it, that. I'll tell you exactly what it is in terms of right now. The Sixers on the parks, Bet Parks app right now are plus 132 to win the okay, series. Okay, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean that they're barely underdogs, mm-hmm. and I think the Heat are barely. Obviously, they're barely One, minus one sixty two for the Heat. Yeah, and I guess with them with being two out of three in Miami, you could see why. But I think if you if you pulled the general public, I think more people would think the Sixers are going to win. I think it's a great bet. You know, plus one thirty two. It's not you know the longest odds in the world. I wish I had bet it after game two. Like it just we shows about. always take long odds when yeah, you have a chance. When you have those chances, especially yeah. when they're they're skewed too long with them. I mean, before back. the series, they were what plus three. Like that, plus two seventy five. I thought that was a good bet at the mm-hmm. time. And plus, I should have, I should have bet it. Yeah, you, you're the one who was all in. I, I mean, know. I, I'm not surprised I didn't bet it because I didn't think it was going to happen. I was wrong or looking like I was wrong, but it is, uh, you know, it is pretty wild to see just the shift from the the you know first two games to these two games, and then I agree. I think the only reason the Heat are favorite is because they do have two games at home, and they do yeah. have two games at home. Now, not factored in that is the fact that Elliot Short Parks will be in Miami Correct. for Game 7, so that Correct. changes the whole vibe of everything. I would think that the line will be impacted by that. It has to be. Yes. You could yeah. be at the game if you want to be. Oh, in multiple facets. I could go, like, with my friends. True. Or I could go with a press pass. Yes. You have, what do you think I should do? I mean, it's your bachelor party. You should probably go with your friends. But keep in mind, at that point, I'll have been hanging with them for three straight days. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I point. probably won't. You know, need a break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, enough of I gotta guys. put my big J hat on. I think <laughs> get down there, shoot video. You know, do the thing. Well, especially if they lose, someone's you know got to ask Doc. Do you think you could win a title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I, look, and there's a good chance it goes seven. You know, because I actually don't think there. I, a good look, they could, they, they could win in six for sure. But they, well, there's definitely a good chance. Well, I mean, so here's another narrative. Well, here's another narrative thing. So. Game six is Thursday night, which is the first night of my bachelor mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. So if they mm-hmm. win game which five. Which is here. Game six will be here. Correct, yes. yes. Um, but I'm just saying from a vibe perspective, like the first night of my bachelor party, them closing out the series, feels like something that would happen. Yeah, I could see that. You know, like. Yeah, sure. Well, they have to win the next one. That's the key. Game five is the, the most important game in the I think series. they're definitely winning game six. Like at home, you mean? Yes. Like, yeah, I feel pretty if good they about go game back, six. They will go back home. Like yeah. whether they lose or win or lose game five, I mean, you look at home, and let me go on a bit of a side tangent. Please, yes, love a good side tangent. Dude, like, I've covered lots of sporting events so far in my young career. I have never seen anything like what Sixers games are like right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it. Like, I'm not just saying well, this to, like— it's, I mean, it was like that in one. It's been like that for, like, the great right. runs. Like, that place gets wild. Right, but I'm saying, like, obviously with one I was, like, 14. Yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't yeah. there. I'm saying, like, it is so loud and intense— I don't see how any team can go in there and win. Like, and if you look at the Sixers, they've played five home games now, and they've won four of them. Like, consider like you know easily, they've like dominated. Mm-hmm. They had the one bad loss to the Raptors, but like, it's just insane. Like, everyone feels so close to the court. It's so loud. Like for the Heat, it must be like going from playing like you know like in a country club to like going into like Live Eight or like some ridiculous concert, like because no one's at Heat games until like you know midway through the second. Mm-hmm. Like there's just not the same atmosphere. The Sixers, I-, I honestly think they probably have the best home court in the league right now, besides maybe like Boston. But 
Well, I mean, they might have to go to Boston, which would right. be, you know, and Denver, you know, just because of the altitude. Because of the cheating. It, yeah, yeah, sure. However you want to put it. I think right. it has to be included in the best home court advantage. Well, and they have Jokic. Well, yeah, I don't think <laughs> Regardless of who's playing, it's yeah. massive. But there are a few others where you're really close to the court. Like Golden State is a yep. good place to play and stuff. But I'm with you, man. I think that it's a, a, a real advantage for the Sixers, the crowd down there. And the crowd in Miami is not an advantage. But at the same time, the Sixers have struggled on the road more so than, than at home. Yeah. You know, so... Um, I, 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 I can't believe we're here. Like, I really can't. Like, I was, I was, I was done. I was like, they're done. You were like, out. This out. is yeah. over. Like, what are we doing here? Let's get rid of Doc. Let's move on. And now I'm sitting here thinking they're going to win the well, series. What's crazy is I have been very a little wishy washy. Not really, but like kind of. Like, but before the series season, um, sorry, the playoffs, I said like they're going to beat Toronto and they're going to beat Miami. Like those were my predictions. So I am not like super shocked that this is where they are. And like I said, like it's how if, they got there. Yeah, it's how they got there. Like if you would have told me that Embiid was going to break his thumb and break his face in the first two series. <laughs> I mean, on the last pod, I was sitting here and saying like, it's so frustrating to have Embiid as your best player. Yeah. Because you watch around the league and all these other guys are having like amazing postseasons, right? Like Luca. I know Morant's hurt now, but he's Giannis been awesome. Is doing it again. Giannis. Like Tatum's been awesome besides the last game. But like so many guys are like turning in like those series you want to see. And Embiid really hasn't put up statistically the last, you know, the last two games, great numbers. But it just, if you're a Sixers fan, it's good to see that they could potentially get out of the second round with Embiid as their best player. Yeah, obviously. And an extremely banged up Embiid. Yeah. Like, if again, if Embiid's at full strength, I really think they this series is done in, in five. I think it four. probably is too. I, if he's at full strength, then we don't have the thumb, the face. Yeah. Anything, yeah, I think it's, I think they, I think they handle the heat. I think that we saw that there, you know, I think those first games against the Raptors kind of showed us like before the injury and, you know, the third game, the injury, but it's like, oh, this team, can, I think we were all feeling like they could be special. Oh, yeah. this, this is better than I thought. And you got to hope, let's get to Harden because I think, and we're going to get to the odds for game five because it is the most important game and the Sixers are an underdog in this game. I know, and it's is, a noticeable one. Like, compared say, to the last couple like nights. a pick them type yeah, underdog. They're, they're, we'll get to that. And I want to get to the championship odds, too, because, you know, it is that's the other thing. It is kind of wide open this year. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the Harden thing. You know, last night, the, probably the best game he's played is a sixer, but I think it def- certainly I think the it best playoff is. game by far that he played. Yeah. And I think offensively probably, the, but maybe since that first game against Minnesota where, you know, he went nuts. He, like, he was old school James Harden last night. He was getting the rack. He was knocking down threes. The step back was falling. And you could see him feeling it. Like, it almost – it. It really did amplify the the feel that like when Harden's off, you can tell, and when yeah. he's on, he's on, and he and he feels it. You could see like the, such a different version of that guy. The attitude. What did you make of Harden last night? And what do you make of the? Because we know it's there, so now we know he can do it. But also, you know, we take the nine playoff right. games before and say he didn't do it. Like where are you at on Harden? Do you expect this again? Do you expect it to be more frequent? Do you expect it to happen again? Like where are you at with Harden? So I have a pretty good sense of where I'm at with Harden and I think my read on him is is pretty right. Obviously I always think I'm right, but I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm right about this one. So the macro thing with Harden is nice. yes. The macro thing with Harden is they are better with Harden on the court. I like agree. flat out bottom mm-hmm. line. Like no they are better. Like I and I hate to bring him up, but like I think it's important to note they were not better with Ben Simmons on the court. Like in the playoffs they were not better with Ben on the court. With James Harden on the court, they are not just better. They're, like, considerably better. I thought in Game 3, he was the best player on the court. Obviously, Embiid is the reason they won these two games because of just what he brings. But if you look at Game 3, I think Harden was plus 27. There were moments when Embiid was out where he weathered the, weathered the storm and, like, kept the team in line and, like, kept the lead. And I think what Harden's really good at 
is he really does like run the. He's a floor general. He's a floor general. He's like the definition of a floor general. And I've kind of like made fun of him in a way because those are the things people said about Ben. And I was like, well, who cares, right? But what you saw in game four was he can score as well. Now, like, I think with with Harden where he's at is he can't elevate the way he used to. So he gets to the basket and and he's he's not not as as effective and and he's he's not not as quick. And then I think the elevation hurts him with his shooting as well. But when he makes his threes, like, he's still a very special player because the passing is there. He can still get to the line, like, fairly well, you know. But I'm, you can't expect him what he shoots, 6 of 10 in game four. Like, he's not going to shoot 60% every game, obviously. But I think it really just comes down to that. Like, when Harden hits his threes, he's an incred- he is a max player. Like, what the Sixers got last night from Harden was a max player. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be able to do that four out of seven times. So I think if Harden's your best player, you're still not advancing very far. But when you have Embiid and then you have Maxi with what he is now and what Maxi will turn into, like, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe, I think Harden's going to opt in, so it's not really going to matter. For next year, it won't matter. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Like, they're better with Harden. Like, however uh, you want to spin agree. it, they're better like, with Harden. So, so, I agree right now. I'm not, like, the only way that James Harden ages better is if he starts to commit to his body. Like, Chris Paul, was it four years ago, whatever, became a vegan, committed to his body, like, does the stuff, the hyperbaric chamber stuff LeBron does, like, all that stuff. And now Chris Paul is having an amazing so, late career run. Like, James Harden has not taken care of his body in the same way that other guys have. And, like, if he doesn't do that, he will not age well. So I don't know if I agree with that completely. I feel just like you felt like you're like, I'm right about you this. You got the read I'm on right that. I'm right about okay. this. Yeah. So as someone that constantly thinks about body weight and how much I weigh, right? I've Forgetting been, weight, no, it's the kidding. taking care. Kidding, you know, like yes. LeBron. There's a reason LeBron is still great at the age of 37 or whatever it is. It's because the dude, like, puts everything he has into his body and taking care of it. I, I just don't know if Harden's not doing that. Like you're, I mean, it seems like he's not. He's well, very known for partying I feel like and he this just and that. Has, yes, that. I agree with that. He's known for like, partying. From everything I've heard from people who are close to the NBA, all that, like Harden is not someone who does to his body what LeBron does, like that type yes. of stuff. I think LeBron, LeBron is like... He's unique, yes. but, I, but that's what Chris Paul's done to, to elongate his career and have this run at the end. Yeah, I think Harden has like a weird body in the way where there are definitely times where you look at him and you're like, he looks out of shape, mm-hmm. right? But then there's times where you look at him and you're like, he just, he's not like overweight. Like, I, I think that, like, from like uh, maybe the hamstring thing is somewhat related to conditioning, yeah, I, but you're I, right that he's going to have to change his game to a certain extent and change how he takes care of himself as he gets older. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And if he doesn't do it, he won't be as effective. But, but right now, there's the opportunity for him to be effective, as we saw. Like, he can have those nights. So, and the hamstring might still be slowing him down a little right. bit for next season. Who knows? I can't get behind the hamstring injury. No, I mean, yeah, that's, a, it's that's so far. It was so long ago. All right, I want to get to game five in a sec. Quickly, like, you know, download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. I mean, duh. Like, that's what we're doing here. We're talking about betting on the app. It's so much more fun to have action on these games. I'm watching basketball yesterday. What am I doing? I'm putting some shekels down on the games because it's just more fun. Love throwing fun. the shekels down. The shekels. You can bet on just individual player performances. You can bet on the lines of the games. You can bet on future odds like we're talking about. Plus, all kinds of awesome action for Game 5 tomorrow in Miami. Um, Sixers are a three-and-a-half point underdog. We're going to talk about that in a minute, where we stand on that. Over-under is 209-and-a-half points. And they're over, get this, Elliot, ready for this? 107 now, yeah. different ways to bet on tomorrow night's game. Just that one game. How about that? Just on tomorrow night's game. And we've probably tried, I don't know, 55, <laughs> 60 of them. Yeah. Game props, player props, same game parlays. You could do it all. And there's all kinds of awesome stuff. Future bets for, for Philly to win it all. 
all the great stuff. Get in on the action with the only sportsbook casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. And here's the deal if you sign up now, new customers can make your first bet risk free up to $750, a $750 risk free bet. Just download the app or go to Parks Casino, go to PA.betparks. Dot com or betparks.com and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Bet Parks is where odds, bets, lots, and games come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. You must be 21 and president of Pennsylvania or New Jersey gaming problem. Call Wayne 100 Gambler. All right, so game five, and then we'll get to-, to Game five, Tuesday night. But specific, they just had 107 different ways to bet on this game. Let's go with the most basic for the purpose of this conversation. The Sixers are a three-and-a-half-point underdog in game five in Miami, what do you make of the line, first and foremost? Because yeah. I'll come in saying, honestly, I expect it to be like Miami by one or two. I did too. I wouldn't even have shocked me if the Sixers were favored. Right? Like, but So it, it's a little surprising that it's three and a half. What do you make of the line, and then where do you stand on the game? So I'm a little – I'm definitely surprised by the line. Me too. I'm, I'll admit I'm still somewhat a novice of, like, reading lines and, like, what that's supposed to mean. But to me, if they're giving Miami three and a half points, it tells me they want people to bet the Sixers, I think. Maybe not. What do you? What's like yeah, your? I think re- that's fair. I agree. Maybe maybe there's not like a huge read on it. I would it, say but... if, no, because it's such a small line to begin yeah. with. It's not like a huge line, but I do think it is a Miami line. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think like a lot of the games the Sixers have won this year, they've been like seven or eight point favorites. Mm-hmm. If you look at what they've been at home, so this traditionally the Sixers this postseason have been about seven or eight point favorites at home. So the fact that it's only three and a half for Miami tells you that they think. I think they think the Sixers are a better team. It's just Miami's at home. Um, well, for what it's worth, in Game Four, the Sixers were a two-point home favorite against Miami. Okay, all right. So, so never mind about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I like again. I traditionally just bet money line. So if I were going to bet the Sixers, I would just take the money line. I would too. Yeah, and I, and I, I think the Sixers win Game Five. I don't feel incredibly confident about it. I wouldn't be shocked if the Heat win Game Five, but. I think the Sixers ride this momentum and go into Miami. Kyle Lowry, I don't know if he's going to be able to get Miami. He seems like play. Dunzo, and he I feel cooked. bad for him. Like I wouldn't have played yeah. him. I think they made a mistake playing him in Game Three. We well, basically said it last yeah. night. Yeah, he was like, I would. He's it's not something you want to play with. He shouldn't have. Like keep him off until I would have definitely at least until the Sixers won a game. I yeah. wouldn't played him. I was surprised they did, but that's a big loss. And you know Miami, like again, it's just it's so tough that to, and the Embiid thing is what you know obviously is the most clear reason for why we saw a different Sixers team in Miami than the one we saw at home, but they did get blown out two games in Miami, so it does make it hard to to read the series in that way. Yeah. And then Embiid, you know, he he has looked good and stuff, but also played two games in three days, essentially, after not playing, after having the concussion. Now he's got a one day off. He's going to Miami to play again. Like, it's a lot, you know? Well, here's something to consider. Embiid just found out he didn't win MVP. That's a really good point. So it's a really good point. I feel like... If you look from game three to four, he was better in four than he was in three. He's getting more used to playing with the mask. Mm-hmm. I even think just watching him in warm-ups, in game three of warm-ups, he looked extremely bothered by the mask. He looked tired. like He looked noticeably like sweatier than he does in the normal workout. So I think he was definitely adjusting coming back. Game four last night, he looked way better. Like He didn't look as tired. He hit way more shots in warm-ups. He wasn't playing with his mask as much. I think you saw that on the court. So I think the more he plays with the mask, the better, obviously, it'll be. He'll be more used to it. And I do think there is something to the fact that he will be coming off of having Jokic won the MVP. Like, I think it's like going to want to be a statement game for him. And so, ultimately, I think he'll have a really good game. And then it's also like with the players they're counting on to make shots, they're not really players that consistently shoot well, in my opinion. Like, they're not guys that you want to have the people, that you want to have to count on. 
Yeah, no, I, I think I mean, they're not even playing Duncan Robinson, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's very. I mean, you give him a nine million dollar contract, especially right? when they're struggling shooting. Yeah, it is. It is surprising. Butler's really been the only guy that they've really been able to rely on yeah. the last few games. Yeah, I um, and you wonder if he can keep doing it. Just I, would, I mean, he's an older guy. Yeah, I think the MB, the Jokic thing is a, is a very good point. Like Thank Embiid you. is going there to, you know, this is his first chance to be on a national stage after not getting the MVP, after campaigning for it, after right. you know, making it a thing, and then to not get it. I agree with you. I think Embiid is going to come out with his hair on fire, and he is going to be ready to show people, "Hey, I'm the MVP." Man, there really is nothing that's bothered me in sports as much as this Jokic. I know MVP thing. it really, which is so funny. And it's not even so pro Embiid; well, it's anti Jokic. Well, if I'm being completely honest, and I can tell, which is yeah. so funny, because for me, like, I want him to win some pro Embiid, but like, it's not like an anti Jokic thing. But more for me, like, really, honestly, in my core, well, like, we're at the end of the parks pod, good. so this is so this pure is real one in my core. Yes. I just don't care. Like, big, big bleep, but earmuffs. One, two, three. Big fucking deal. Who cares? Like, it's just the MVP. I want him to win it. I'd be really happy for him. It'd be cool to have an MVP. But in reality, go win the freaking title. Yeah, so like, I don't care. I, like, you know what's you know what's an even better MVP to win? The finals MVP. I agree. Go win that. So, but my biggest thing with this, and I was too afraid to tweet this. <laughs> like, my Love honest that. takeaway to Jokic winning it is, like, I think that, only players should vote for MVP. And I get that gets with the whole, like, favoritism and all mm-hmm. that, but there's that in the media as well. Let's not act like that's not no, part that's of it, true. you know? Yeah, so like, sure. I just think it's so noteworthy that so many people, so many players in the league, the guys that go against these players and play them, so clearly thought that Embiid deserved it. I, I mean, look, I don't see every tweet. I see a lot of them. But, like, I don't think I saw a single player tweet out Monday morning, wow, Jokic, so cool, can't believe he won it, <laughs> right? Like, all I, all I saw over these last, like, five days was people being like, yep, Embiid's MVP. Yeah, Embiid like, water, you know, yeah. Durant says Embiid's MVP. Yeah. Iguodala said Embiid's MVP. Like, he's Halliburton. Exactly. Like, so like, guys these are all it. guys that, like— yes. so, just, Jimmy Butler, yeah. Yeah, like, all right, so Iguodala, Katie, and Jimmy Butler are three of the players over the last, like, whatever many years that have played in, like— you know, the most games. Like, Jimmy, yeah, not as big because he was games, in the bubble. But, like, yeah, sure. right, like, those are, like, guys Important that know players. about the league. And so you're going to tell me, and this is self de- self-deprecating it myself, like, you're going to sit here and tell me that, I, like, and I, a media member, should no get a more. vote That's over a those point. guys? Yeah. They're in the league. They play those guys. Like, no disrespect to, like, the Zach Lowe's and everything because obviously he knows a ton and all that. But if I'm a player, like, if I'm Embiid, I would be frustrated about the fact that the people that decide if I'm MVP – are media members. Like, yeah. it would be frustrating. I get it. I mean, me. it's the way it is. It is. No, I get I, it. I get it. I get but, it. Yeah. Like, it would be frustrating to me. And I think the same thing goes with, like, you know, I'm not, this is not exclusive to basketball. Like, I, I think the players deserve more of a voice on who becomes MVP. And the players have been very clear. I mean, do you think a single player would take Jokic over and B to start his team with? I mean, I'm sure there are. Yes. Uh, that sure don't play are. for the Nuggets. No, I mean, I'm sure. Honestly, they might. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are players. Yes, yes. I'm sure uh, there are. There but, are like, some. I know what you mean. But I'm a sure large there are. majority. I do think Jokic looks fun to play with. He's a great passer. Like, there are people who would want to play with that guy. Like, yeah. I could see that. But I, I think your underlying point is I think clear. more players would prefer to I should and I don't spin think it. Matters. More players would rather it, go against Jokic yeah, than Embiid. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. that's a, be- I that's think a that's better a way to put it. a much better way to put it. Yeah. No, and I, I, look, again, I, I think it's uh, – I don't care. You know, I want him to be the MVP, but it's not something I lose sleep over. I, I want him to care. I like that idea of, you know, him using this as motivation and going right. out and being like, you know, bleep all of you. But personally, like, win playoff game. It was cool when Iverson won it, though. It mat- for what I, it's it was, worth. Well, that was cool with where's my coat, or that was the exactly. all-star game one. But still, the the right. uh, at center court, the whole thing, I agree. 
it would have been cool if he won it. Like, I wish he had won it. It is wild to I'm think. just not, like, super upset. I'm correct about this. At that year, the Sixers took, walked away with the All-Star MVP, yeah. the MVP, the Coach of the Year, the and Defensive the Player of the Year. Of the year. Yep. I mean, that's you, if that happened today, I yeah. would be, like, floored by that. And yet, no title. Which and yet, really no title. Fun. All right, speaking of title, last speaking thing. Speaking of titles. Last thing before we get out of here, I have the Parks app. That Parks app, championship odds. Okay, so there are eight teams left. Would you like to see... Forget the odds themselves yet. Let's see if you can go down the line and nail. Just rank them? Yeah, let's see if you can ramp what you guess is, not what you think, what you guess, who has the shortest odds to the longest yes, odds. Yes, so the favorite to the least yes. favorite. Okay. And it looks like, okay, so yeah, so not, the first two are not tied. for their Okay, I mean, I'm going to guess the Suns are still first. So they are actually second now. Is it the Bucks? It is the Golden State Warriors. Oh, I almost Warriors. said them. I literally almost said them. The Golden State Warriors at plus 225 are the favorite to win the title for the first time since we've been doing this pod and talking about the title odds. Right. It has been Phoenix forever. Yeah. So they are the favorite at plus 225. Phoenix is second at plus 300. The Bucks are third at plus 450. Celtics So you fourth. nailed the right three there. Uh, Celtics are actually fifth, believe it or not. Who's, Miami Heat. Oh, get are out of here. At plus 500. So, what are the Sixers uh, excuse at? Me, now? Yeah, plus 600 for the Heat. Um, then, after that, is the Celtics at plus 700. And then the Sixers at plus 1200. Take that bet. Yeah. I mean, plus 1200. Dallas, by the way, is 2 2 in the series. They're after that. Dallas, who is 2 2 in the series, is plus 2000. I mean, yeah, but I, don't I don't think, think Dallas is going to win. I don't it. think Dallas is winning it either, but plus 2000, where theoretically, you might have the best player left. I mean, Giannis has to be the top player left, but, like, would you be shocked if we end the playoffs and we go, oh, Luke was the best player in the playoffs? No, I wouldn't. I don't think they're going to win. I'm just saying plus 2,000. Right. I love it. It's maybe worth a, a shekel or two. How many of our bets start with, it's not going to happen? <laughs> no. Like, so many of our betting advice yeah. starts with, it's not going to yeah, happen, but, but I would bet it. Memphis plus 3,500, they're last. Well, the, the Morant thing. Yeah, they're cooked. But I, I don't think that, like, I think the, the Sixers are tough because I don't think I'll pick them versus Milwaukee or Boston. I won't either. But could they do it? But they could do it. Yeah, and the, the, are they? Let's put it this way: with my Milwaukee being uh, plus, what are they? They were plus. Uh, so Milwaukee is plus four fifty, and the Sixers are plus twelve hundred. So essentially, do the Sixers beat the Bucks one out of every four times if they play them? Oh, I, um, yeah, I think so. So then. Yeah. It's a pretty decent bet if you're going to take that shot. And this is easy to say because he shot 60% from three, so, like, of course. But if they get the version of James Harden they've gotten these last two games, oh, well, then, then they, they can, absolutely they can, they can beat any team. Yeah. Like, and even game three Harden. Like, if they get that version of Harden, and not to mention Danny Green, like, I think that's one of the concerns to moving forward is Danny Green's not going to shoot yeah, you can't count on 85% yeah. from three or whatever. But – um. Yeah. I mean, if they get that version of Harden, they're back to the team where it's like they have the two, you know, two of the three best players in every it's just series. Just exciting that we could talk about the Sixers and not be sad again like we were last time. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Tomorrow we'll be back with the regular pod. We'll get a little more on this Miami trip. We'll dive a little yes. more into the Bachelor it's been a roller party. coaster. Yes. That is the Parks Picks Pod. We'll get into that tomorrow. Very excited for that. Yes. And uh, and uh, Elliot's 15 win schedule, which has already been ruined by the I know release so funny. of the Monday night I game. I published it. Did. I published it. I don't know, 8:40 in and the morning like, or something. Boom. Two minutes later, they're like week two at it's my like, at, thanks, at Minnesota. Guys. Yeah, we will still go through the Minnesota. 15 win schedule. We'll have some fun tomorrow. Um, and then of course, uh, Elliot will be away this weekend with me and Fritz on Saturday. Yes, so at W uh, at Parks. So, um, uh, any final thoughts, Big Dog? <sighs> 
Dude, all right, super, super quick final Ooh. thought. The weather this past weekend was tough. It wasn't like scary weather, <laughs> but it was some of the worst weather just in terms of like so disgusting for so long. It and just sucked to go It never outside. stopped. Yeah. Like from like Friday morning to Sunday afternoon, it was It was gross. like straight through. Yeah, it was never like a reprieve. Yeah. Whereas there'll be times where we'll have storms and it'll rain really hard for, you know, like 40 minutes and like that's scary. But mm. this was more just like, <laughs> this was more just like. Sucked. A lot. Yeah. I'm with you. It's yeah. a good take by you. Thank you. Yeah, I wasn't scared at any point. But... I, well, I'm saying I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my final thought is tune in tomorrow because we're going to talk about Elite's Bachelor Party. Yes. Uh, until then, he's not even kidding.